everyone, welcome to Damn It Vince, one episode short of 50. Next week will be our celebration for that. Um, I'm Ellis, I am here with my co-hosts Joe and John. How's the podcast universe going, Joe? Stressful, mate, stressful. <laughs> on, top of, on top of running my empire of nothing, my empire of dirt, uh, I've also developed some sort of stomach problem this week, so I've been rolling around like... Uh, like 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 a whale that's about to explode. Yeah, it's not, it's not been it's not been pleasant. I've never had trapped with before. I genuinely I was like, have I got stomach cancer? Because you know you panic, don't you? And especially because I've been left on my own for two weeks. It's all got a bit. Yeah. But other than that, it's been great. Not, not drinking tonight then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah. half a pint of prosecco here. What? That's... I'm hoping this might force through whatever's blocked inside my tum tum. And there's the Higgins way. You cure, you cure it with alcohol. If that doesn't cure, cure you, it'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't um, the one thing I wasn't able to cure with alcohol and I kept away from for a good little while was COVID. So, John, how are you doing? I am, uh, yeah, I'm on the water. <laughs> I uh, No, I'm much better. Yeah, um, most symptoms have gone. But the fatigue, man, the fatigue would just hit you out of nowhere. Long COVID, mate. Okay. It's got to be 12, 12 weeks or more. It's classified as long COVID. If only you didn't wear a mask and meeting other MPs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pre-recording combo. Absolute twat. We've negotiated a ceasefire <laughs> with a virus. It doesn't affect Tory MPs. It only affects poor people, yeah, mate. Yeah, that's how it works. Cool. Fucking no. Tories. <laughs> There's your snippet, Joe. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was great, great to have you on, still man, and yeah, take it easy and stuff. If you need a nap mid pod, just go ahead. That we'll cover happen. your silence. You need to be cured for next week for the tiny bottles of champagne I'm sending to people. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's champagne, it. it's Lambrini. And they're not small, they're three litres. <laughs> That's quite small for Higgins. Um, oh, but you've got to get through it all in the recording. Oh, jeez. Will be an interesting yeah. recording as it went on. It would be, especially, full of if especially if we have a guest on. Oh, um, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm on my homebrew sour, which is going down rather very nice. I had people. one of them the other day. Really nice, man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate well, not that. that. Not that the other ones weren't that you've had, like, but that one no, was like, yeah. A lot of people say it's the best one, so that's really really nice. And then I've uh, found some Captain Morgan's, and I have some spare coats. So I'm like, okay, that's a match made for the podcast recording. So. Nice. Um, make sure to follow us at Dammit Vince Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and you can email at dammitvincepod at gmail.com. This week, um, it's a nice week, we can actually talk about something as well. So, show reviews, um, and given the Monday night, Tuesday morning here, uh, uniting of the internet wrestling community, regardless of which companies you prefer to watch, we are going to do a little celebration of the new day and Biggie after his well deserved victory. So, over to you, John. 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 I do love that intro. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? Oh, go on. <laughs> uh, we've had more staff cuts on the production side of NXT. Oh, I need a jingle for that. There aren't any amount of times. Yeah. yeah, it's getting there. Uh, Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net has reported that further cuts took place this week, which affected NXT production staff. The report also says the latest terminations have left the brand with a skeleton crew. So that sounds good. Hmm. And I'm assuming that's not enough staff, not a cool, sexy gang of skeletons running lights and cameras like, and stuff. Like Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, Stop motion yeah, all, all Ray Harryhausen skeletons <laughs> doing stuff. That'd be tight. Yeah, I don't think it's that. <laughs> no, it's I think not, it's the bad it? skeleton crew. Oh. 
which is sad. Again, uh, but if they're literally sort of cleaning house, you know, it, it kind of makes sense to get rid of... Right. It makes sense, it's just... Sort of it's shitty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me. Um, also, Kevin Dunn apparently oversaw the first NXT 2.0 broadcast, and reports say the script was changed a lot throughout the day, which is a very raw. It didn't feel that. No, that's good. I mean, we'll get to that when we cover it, but... Definitely. I, I thought it was fairly coherent. It's good. That's a good idea, but maybe they're not. Um, what's the words? There were worries they were going to be really like in amongst everything, right? But he's, he's only overseeing it, and Triple H isn't there because of the his heart, yeah. heart operation. Then yeah, they were going to do a big so fence on it. Yeah, yeah, it might not actually be so bad, but we'll see going forward. Again, when we when we cover it, I have things to say. Okay, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> And, not, uh, not, not all negative, mostly no, no. positive, to be honest. Yeah. No, I just figured with the wedding, you'd have a lot to say. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> uh, and Samoa Joe gave the NXT Championship. Yeah, this was a weird one, because this felt like a, like a work. Yeah, It does. Uh, I thought exactly the same thing. Uh, but apparently, Mike Johnson of PW Insider reports that this was not a creative decision. It was purely up to medical. It's a history of injury, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, unfortunately. He's concussion. That's it. it. I, I yeah. don't think he's... he's he, he had a last run. He is the last... Uh, what, what, what OG NXT um, <laughs> champion. <laughs> Um, and that's fine. You know, he got to hold it. That'll be a, a thing in the annals of history. Yeah. It's just a shame because he's fucking good. It's a shame. I would have liked to see someone take it from him, I guess. Well, and, yeah, it's always he's... it's always disappointing when it's fighting over a podium, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But if he's not well, he's not well. No, I don't want him getting worse, yeah. Yeah. It's another reign for vacant as well, so that's nice. That's, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't listened to that, go and listen to the uh, Sweet Chinwag podcast where they discuss the history of the wrestler no as vacant. Yeah. <laughs> Fightful Select are reporting that uh, Pete Dunne has agreed a long-term deal with WWE three-year contract, which was personally offered by Triple H before his procedure. Okay. Uh, this came as a bit of a surprise. I thought it was a bit surprising, but again, I think I'd, I'd willed myself into him leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Just because yeah. I've seen people leave and go to AEW and, like, we seem to be living their best lives now. Sure. And I don't think oh, Pete Dunne's... Yes, and I don't think Pete Dunne's unhappy there, but he's always going to be NXT, isn't he? I can't. Hopefully, yeah. Well, if he goes up the main roster, he's, he's they're going to change his name to like I don't know Dudley British, <laughs> and yeah, have him be a fucking chimney sweep or something, won't they? Like it's yeah. <laughs> As opposed to just a triangle man who will break your hand, yeah. Yeah, probably. As much as I don't want to be cynical, I very much am when it comes to main roster calls. Up yes. Calls. Yeah. Um, but I hope it works out for him. He's a great wrestler. So talented. One of my favourite uh, matches was him versus Walter at NXT UK recording yeah. in Glasgow. So good. Yes. Are you there for so, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it was one of the recording, the rematch post-takeover. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. They meaty men slapping meat. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Gargano's contract expires in December. Um, WWE have not entered negotiations yet, but they are expected to, and they are aware this one is happening because they have been reviewing contracts since the Alistair Black non-competing uh, and the Adam Cole, you know, 
Oh shit! They've had, they've literally <laughs> had an intern put them on a spreadsheet and just gone date at the yeah, top. Exactly. It? Who's next? Right, let's go and have a word. Even yeah. Adam Cole didn't know he so. Yeah, that's true. But to be fair, have you tried Excel's date function? Terms of to be, all right, yeah, yeah. Into dates. Yeah, but I guess if you set for American dates, it might be different. I don't know because it's an American thing. Yeah, Excel but, hates your data. Well, it does. Yes, <laughs> and it, it is not a database; it's a spreadsheet. But. <laughs> <laughs> I ooh, I don't know. Gagano doesn't fit the the mold of, of meat end that they they're going for. He does not. No, but he is Johnny Wrestling. He is you know fucking heart of NXT, isn't he? Really? Yeah. He's Johnny Takeover. He is you know. It yeah. would be a massive loss, I think. Oh, so some of our favourite matches in NXT have been him. Oh. Absolutely. Um, two out of three falls match of Adam Cole in the first ones I saw in NXT. Yeah, that was a great match. The original one. Yeah, the first one, not before they overdid it. Stupid one. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that kind of watered down the whole thing. No, the, the original great one. Yeah. Uh, we also we mentioned last week Kevin Owens, apparently January 31st, and also some reports that Sami Zayn is March or early April. Let's see where that goes. Yes. A kind, kind of tracks that came in at a similar time as well, didn't they? Yeah, I think Zayn mm-hmm. had some um, time added on. Yeah. For injuries. Injury. Yeah. Yeah, so that would make sense. Uh, moving on, Fox apparently offered to help WWE pay for CM Punk's return. Womp womp. <laughs> so I mentioned a couple weeks ago that Fox were unhappy that he didn't get that WWE didn't get Punk back because they'd built a great relationship with him when he worked on backstage. Um, so they, they pushed hard to bring Punk back, and when they were told that it cost too much, they said they would potentially pay a share of any potential WWE contract Punk might sign. After that, they were told there were other non-financial reasons they would not pursue a move to re-sign Punk, which I think breaks down to, we don't like him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, it. and also, he doesn't like us. No. It's like, there's no amount of money that would that would make you sell your soul again, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was quite amused on the Rene podcast, he was just like, I wasn't working for them, I was working with Fox. Yeah. He also said Rene was like the reason he yeah. started, like, got back to this didn't you yeah Yeah. going on to that yeah she was like the catalyst which is cool Uh, i think we mentioned this briefly last week but i i missed it because i'm blaming covid we're getting an interactive new day undertaker film yeah boy this is this is the start of the crossover of the joe multiverse this (laughs) This is brilliant i'm really excited for this this is like prime halloween watching um yeah yeah it sounds like uh did you ever do the Bandersnatch episode of Flat Mirror. No, but it's like a choose your own adventure yeah, yeah, theory yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. No got around to it. But yeah, I'm gonna take a set of trap for a new day in a haunted house and we get to make the choices. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Isn't it? Like it's gonna be shit, isn't it? It's gonna be absolute tod. Oh totally, but, but in a but I'm in going a nice to play way. it with every possible option to find <laughs> out what happens. It's gonna be shit in a charming way. I can't see it taking more than a half hour to do a run through on it, like you know what I mean. You can get on Twitch and make get the audience to make choices. No, I don't think you're allowed to stream video uh, and stuff. Yeah, good that. point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you make a fair point. Well, we can do live watch along. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Um, wow. Sorry, so, I just read the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. So Vince McMahon apparently gave Brian Danielson permission to work for G1 Climax. 
Um, this is from Dave Meltzer. Uh, Brian had previously spoke about wanting to work with wrestlers from different promotions before you left WWE. Um, back in May, we mentioned a potential partnership between New Japan and WWE, and this was apparently the main focus of that. And AEW ramped up the relationship with New Japan in response. Apparently, they offered both AEW and WWE offered them similar money and limited dates, but he went with AEW in the end because of this, supposedly because of this partnership. Yeah. Right. So, in the, so in the media scrum, he said something about like WWE were very generous and they were like willing to meet he, he hinted at this and I found yes. it was a weird thing I was like really? Yeah but he also said that Vince was very protective of him so I think there may have been a certain amount of he wants to go off and do at New Japan and Vince would be like oh well you can <laughs> you, you can do a bit but you can't do a lot sort of thing whereas I think AEW have quite an open sort of as long as you're not fucked for AEW shows go and do what you want yeah. Well, I mean, Moxley turns up wherever the hell he wants at any given yeah. time. So. Um, Alex Reynolds has been doing indie shows and stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. I think you're allowed to as long as you don't. I mean, <laughs> deliberately injure yourself. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm glad. I'm glad he's in AW. He seems like he's going to have a whole lot of fun there. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens to him. Uh, the Queen of the Ring final is going to be at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Uh, yes, that's up. The, the show shook, sucks. The whole Saudi Arabia deal sucks. But this is kind of cool. Is it? Yeah, women's wrestling. Yes, in but are they all going to have to wrestle in full body suits? Probably. That, I guess that's. I guess that is progress. I guess. Progress. Yeah. 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 I mean. Yeah. Oh, it's progress. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You know. It's just. I. Yeah. Obviously, you can't go to Saudi Arabia in a bikini top and hot pants. But no. it, I, I don't know. Except the culture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fightful Select report about having broken the barrier, the company is not concerned about advertising women's matches for Saudi Arabia shows going forward. So, oh, so that means they're not going to push it at all? I don't know. I mean, I mean, not concerned about negative backlash. Oh, okay. okay. I'm right. Yeah, that makes, I'm that, make, that makes more sense than me being a thick idiot, yeah. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Um, this is credit to you, Joe. You found this one. Andrew Yang on Twitter putting, had a call with the Department of Labor. If you are a current or former WWE performer who feels like you were misclassified as an independent contract, contractor, contact Lucas Middlebrook, who's a union side labor attorney, and let's get you what Vince owes you. It'll be a long time coming, but the storyline is real. Yeah, Andrew Yang's been pushing for this for a long time. Yeah, I've seen you pop up on Twitter yeah. with this kind of thing. And if this does happen, this could take a, a big chunk out of because yeah for sure yeah i mean well we were just talking about you know aw people going off and doing other things right yes and all that i don't see how you can be an independent contractor and also be exclusive holden yeah yeah holding to them that doesn't make any sense to me but let's see i mean i imagine vince has got lawyers up the fucking yin yang you know oh yeah if anything happens it'll take forever decades of litigation (laughs) yes You know, it'll be, a, it'll be, a, it'll be your Bron Breaker uh, getting the paycheck rather than the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, WWE filed trade, a new trademark for WWE Evil. Do you, do you want to say it? or? No, oh, go on. Your joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too easy, isn't it? Yeah, it's not, <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, they missed the, missed the trick of WWE Evil as well. Running it all into one word. Yes, that makes way more sense. Why have I not done that? Because it would have been better. I mean, this is off the top of my head. Yes. And I'm not paid the big money. That is way better. Let's let's do that. I mean, Butcher's not it. He'd have had ideas. He'd have had a schematic drawn up by now, whatever they call it. Yeah, he'd have a whole logo and everything. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say blueprint, but I know that's not right. 
No, I know he's not an architect. He's not breaking into a bank or something. What you <laughs> This is apparently named the Peacock Show. Oh, the, right. Yes, a show for the network Peacock, not about Peacocks. Right. I assume. Are Peacocks inherently evil? I don't know. Nah, me neither. I know that their feathers uh, have the evil eye on them, apparently. And that's why you shouldn't have them on your clothes in the theatre. Oh, okay. Punk, apparently. I did not know that. No, well, we've learnt something every day. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, um, I think we're getting the Peacock Network over here sooner rather than later, aren't we? It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, what else? Oh, trademark claim for Black Lesnar. Eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. That's good. Like it. Yep. And the Young Bucks applied to trademark Superclick, which will come up in AW show reviews. This right. Is <laughs> Wasn't there like a collectible figures thing or something called Superclicks? Of like superhero figures that you put on a tablet. Oh. And they had fights. And I'm fairly sure it was spelt like that as well with a Q because it's futuristic. I think you might be merging two things together. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. But uh, no, th- th- there was a definitely a clicks thing. I don't think you put it on a tablet, though. I think that was Skylanders or Disney one or the Lego uh, one. Again, it's not important. It's not, <laughs> it's important. Hey, super click the first. Ah, the su- oh. Sorry, it was Hero. <laughs> sorry. Hero Clicks. Was, hero hero clicks, clicks. And it was with an X. So I was yeah. well off base. Yeah. yeah, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> Superclick is a subgroup composed of Adam Cole and the Young Bucks and the Time Together in Bullet Club, which primarily, re- primarily wrestled in PWG. Yes, I did like the references to it in um, BTE this week as well. Yep, <laughs> also good. Uh, Tony Khan was talking to Leo Rush about an AEW return. He said, coincidentally, I've been talking to the Lionel Green a lot, a lot recently about returning to AEW, and it feels like something that could happen in the near future. Um, he replied with, I love you, Tony, we all do. So that'd be nice to you in AEW ring a couple more times before, before he retires. Yeah, get him in. Get him in a couple of couple of big matches. I mean... Yeah, I'd like to see that. He's been on New Japan Strong recently to fill his contract requirements. Yeah. Uh, and he's focusing on music, apparently, which I didn't know about. So I'm not, I'm not down with the kids. No. No. Uh, John Moxley has been pulled from the New Japan show Battle on the Valley because this was scheduled in San, San Jose uh, November 13th, but AEW has moved full gear from November 6th to the 13th to avoid a UFC show. And even Mox cannot be in two places at once. Until. Until he can. Until, suspicious. until he paradigm shifts someone whole heart, so hard he fractures the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. If anyone could do it, it could him. Well, with his new sort of high elevated one he's been doing, it's only a matter of time, isn't it? Yeah. Someone, someone's neck shatters and we get like a wormhole. We've got to do a paradigm shift at 88 miles an hour. <laughs> With an anus full of plutonium. Yep. Um, sounds pl- it sounds plausible for Mox match as well, so <laughs> it could happen. My God. <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt's been choosing a return. Yes, boy. He will apply to a fan on Twitter, but everything will be clear. I'll see you all very soon. Revenge is a confession of pain. I oh, know. What that means. He's I'm a intrigued- cryptic bastard, isn't he? Yeah. I'm intrigued to find out. Yeah. Uh, I kind of hope it's AEW. Me too, but I don't know. I'm not sure how well he fits. But I'm sure if anyone can make him fit, make himself fit, he could. Yeah. They just don't have much in the way of supernatural stuff, which is what he's known for. Yeah. I mean, that isn't goofy. Yeah. Mm. Like Abaddon's spooky goofy in it, and Malachi Black is like fucking terrifying spooky. <laughs> um, I sent that to our Darren today. I said, I know you don't watch wrestling, but this dude is legitimately terrifying and into Viking stuff. And his intro music is a fucking banger. And he's like, I wouldn't want to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. I said, oh, he's a legit 
<laughs> badass as well. Like he's a uh, kickboxing guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'll, I'll, if you want to know more, I'll send you videos of him kicking people's heads off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there isn't a, like a spooky Undertaker sort of, you know, no. supernatural powers guy. And there's no reason there couldn't be because it no. has gone sports entertainment -y rather than, you know. But I mean, he could just come back and just be fucking Bray Wyatt and I'd be happy. This is true. Yeah. I'd he doesn't have to wear the mask. He doesn't have to, you know, just come out and be Bray Wyatt and do like, not, not like the, the family again, but something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, he could definitely do something like that. I'd be up for it. I hope he, hope he joins. You convinced Frat me. Fracturing of the Dark Order feels like it might be, but... Mm, mm. I don't don't like that. No, no. Don't want it. Um, okay, so more sort of speculation. Paige has tweeted January, which is like the speculation of a Rumble return, because she's been very open recently about being in training, trying to get her neck sorted for, for a return to the ring. I mean, I would have thought that her injury would mean it was impossible, but we've had a bunch of people return from impossible injuries, so maybe? Maybe cool time about Yeah. I mean, medical technology advances at a phenomenal rate, so what was once a career-ending injury is now six months of rehab, and yeah, yeah you're back out there. Try not to do it again, because like, you can only eject from a plane twice like a fighter jet because it compresses your spine and like you lose an inch of height each time you do it oh really or, or the, uh, mm, someone told me this in a pub so it might not be true <laughs> but it feels like no because the force you're ejecting out of and like if you do it you don't do it twice because otherwise there'll just be all these tiny pilots waddling around like but <laughs> God, I hope that's true. Top Gun would have been Top Gun would have been a lot different. That volleyball scene would have been hilarious. <laughs> okay, I've gone. Uh, yep. I've not, not had a drink all week. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, Bobby Fish is joining Major League Wrestling in October for the Opera Cup tournament. Okay. So good to know he's doing something. I uh, don't know if he's going full-time with them or if he's appearance, but yep, good to know he's still wrestling. And Bronson Lee just said that he's in talks with people. I can't tell you what, but I will be wrestling again. You will see me again. Uh, and I believe his would only have 30-day non-compete, which would be up by now. So might be seeing him sooner I, rather than later. I, his Twitter thing today said, what was it? Uh, no wrestling makes, um, makes me a dull boy. And just, yeah, it's... it's again, he's, he's too good to let go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what am I up to? Jake Atlas has said he's stepping away from wrestling for a bit. He, well, I don't know, for a bit of permanently, but we'll see. He was released by WWE in early August, and he wrestled at Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor. There's some speculation he'd been concussed. He said, I'm not concussed or banged up. I simply just can't keep going anymore. Take your mental health seriously, both for yourselves and for each other, because we only have one life to live. Thank you to anyone who did support me for five years. I didn't do much, but what I did was fun. I've stepped away from wrestling completely right now, so please don't ask me to do interviews appearances I'd like my plans to be respected uh, to make it short I've got my entire life ahead of me and I'm choosing to explore completely different industries to find my passion again and so it was unhealthy for me the entire time I just went to hide it very well so um, oh sorry I hope my friends and fans I've made a like can you support me no matter what so yeah I hope I hope he's alright I hope he well hope he, he knows he's not right and he's going yeah. getting help and that's the that's the first part of the battle isn't it exactly that, that, that last tweet that he sent about his anxiety like was really sad oh man yeah sorry I've made your anxiety just having done that please be sensitive thank you I can't even read what I've written COVID wise at the minute <laughs> <laughs> and, and from what I, I remember reading of it yeah most people were because yeah I, you just want people to be happy. That's all I ever wanted. Yeah, exactly. Hope oh, whatever he ends up doing, he's he's happy with it. 
Uh, and finally, Brian Pillman Jr.'s sister had a baby. Yay! We mentioned last week. It's called Asher, and he's already working on the right jab to take him in here. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, so what? MJF's about 24, is he? 23, 24? I know he's only young. So theoretically, <laughs> MJF sort of retirement. Time. Oh, mate, MJF's <laughs> last match could be against Brian Pillman's Junior Junior. Junior Junior. <laughs> oh, mate, that's a legacy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The kid's like, but I don't want to be a wrestling guy. Like, no, you have Look, to. Long, we have to maintain booking. the tradition. <laughs> Did you see what he said about your mum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. That'd be, be a hell of a way to go. And yeah, that's the end of the news. On to the show reviews then. Kick off with uh, Rampage from a week ago. And Pac Andrade, straight off the bat. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to open a show, open it with that. <laughs> yeah. Not much, yeah. I mean... But, but... Uh, to quote Malcolm Bivens, Pac hasn't eaten a carb since 2014. <laughs> I love Malcolm Bivens. <laughs> Malcolm Bivens is a, is a legitimate legend, yeah. I mean, Pac, I don't know, but like because he couldn't fly out, he was just like, right, I'm just going to cut weight like a motherfucker, yeah. Um, you could bounce pennies off any part of his body. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and Andrade ain't bad, that springboard spinning corkscrew side yeah. body to the yeah. outside of I don't know what you call it. Um, oh, because we, we had no Excalibur, did we? Because he normally comes up, either make something up on the fly, or, um, yeah. Man, we when Sasha did that move and Corey was just trying to do sliding adjectives. He didn't know what to call it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but Excalibur has legitimate credibility. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah it was absolute banger. Um, it's I, I, In a way, I'm kind of glad it wasn't on the pay-per-view card. I think it might have got lost or not got the time it, it got here. Sure. True, true. Yeah. And yeah. also, I don't think it's it's not the last of this anyway, is it? Like, No, definitely not. Not after Chavo's interfering. Yeah, yeah. Chavo interfering and, yeah, and him getting legitimately murderized up and down that um, runway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he threw an iPad at him, which is just, oh, it's just bad form. But, yeah. But we're getting Ric Flair there, aren't we? Yeah. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. That way. Um, what else went down in Rampage like a week I ago? I couldn't tell you because it's been a week ago and I've been through a lot this week, yeah. Um, Adam Cole talked for a while and didn't mention the Good Brothers again. Mm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and we had a trios match, uh, Britt Baker, Hater, Rebel, mm. Statlander, Soho and Rio. Fun. That was pretty good, yeah. Pretty Although, good. again, uh, Reba can get in the sea. Yeah, she's not a great wrestler. She's good at the, being the... What's the I mean, she can take bumps, and I guess Valley. that's something. Valley, but, yeah. Um, yeah, they need to find someone to fill that, that role who can, like, proper wrestle. Yeah. Rio and Statland had some cool tag team moves, though. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. I've, well, to be fair, Statlander, it, it, it's a very um, Luther Serpentico-style thing. Of, uh, <laughs> I'm a big guy. Well, actually, not neither of them are, but yeah, it's using someone else as a weapon. But yeah, when, on the shoulders thing, yeah. yeah. And I like that, because even though they're not a tag team, they've gone, let's go and work some stuff out. Like, you know, it it, it's, <laughs> it makes it a bit, bit more special. You're quite small and I'm quite strong, basically. <laughs> Let's make lots of money, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was great, man. And then it was Max Caster and Brian Pillman. Oh, Oh, yeah, it's Moxley came out at the end, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, for the hometown heroes uh, pop. Yeah, it was fine. 
Again, not the best. I mean, we're getting two hours of Rampage next week, aren't we? Yeah, yeah I saw something about that today. Yeah, it's part of the stat card. I'm assuming they're filming back to back at Alpha. Yeah, yeah I would assume be. so. It's not going to be live, is it? But right, so if you buy a ticket for Dino right now, are you also buying a ticket for Rampage? Yes, some weeks, not every week. Sometimes, know, Rampage, so... sometimes Rampage is live. Yeah, but not always. So if it's not live, you are going to both. Yeah, and I think if you're, I don't know how it works, but sometimes Dark Elevation will be filmed mm-hmm. with it. I guess the Dark's now at Universal. Studios. Yeah, I've seen that setup. Has anyone watched uh, the uh, Tony giving uh, I, the contract? Sweet. I watched Dark, but I don't think it was part of it. I don't know. I completely banked it. What or what? The, is it Lee Moriarty? Lee Moriarty oh, the Daniel Garcia versus Lee Moriarty match. It was on Dark Elevation. Watch it. It is an absolute fucking ripper. Oh, it's a great match, but I think Ellis is saying that he got given a contract afterwards. Is that Did he? You... Oh, so was that not but in it? Okay. But it wasn't oh. actually in the show, I don't think. Because he got signed up after that. No, because it's it's Dark Elevation. It tends to just cut between the matches. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, yeah just... apparently Tony Khan. I think Tony Khan did come out. Yeah, yeah. There probably is on, if you go to the AEW... YouTube, it's probably on there. Yeah, as a little extra yeah. bonus bit. Good match. Yeah. Okay, that was a great match. Oh, yeah. it was a ripping match. Yeah, um, that's that's actually a nice uh, segue into Dynamite because someone who did get Tony Khan coming out and giving him a contract, <laughs> Fuego del Sol, is now apparently putting that on the line. Fucking death wish, that lad. And and his car. His car, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. Is gonna that bash. was a car that was in the car park. They shot a bit on. <laughs> Rusev with more gold, though. He's going to bash him. He's going to mash his car up. <laughs> I have a feeling it will be Miro dropping it into a crusher and like, I have redeemed your car. <laughs> now to fuck my wife on the <laughs> on the crushed cube of your car. Miro had some cracking lines in this, in this promo. It's not like you're putting your foot on a blade that's already spared you. Yeah, like, he's... he's- Oh, like I said, he's he's leaning into this whole biblical sort of Avenger sort of thing. And yeah, I'm loving it. This is what he should have been doing for day one. But I guess he's with, he was, I don't know whether he was paired up with him or whether he just like got put with um little missing person, Kip Sabian. Oh, he's injured, wasn't he? Um, injured, yeah. I, I don't injured know. For a long time. There's a big, it was a big injury. He had surgery, hand, yeah. wasn't he? Anyway, know. anyway. I know he had I'll... surgery. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, um, again, Miro doing his best stuff. He's losing it, Arthur Ash. I don't care. But uh, Eddie's oh. in a tag match. Eddie's in a tag match. Oh, boo! Do do? <laughs> I, I do love that that they've turned a production mishap into a story. Yes, again, um, something that AEW have done quite well from the non-exploding barbed wire death match wet fart. Um, <laughs> oh yes, to the Minoru Suzuki. Uh, well, I believe the internet is now calling the Suzuki incident. Yes, oh, indeed. Uh, <laughs> which they just went, well, this is why a lot of people are angry, because this is what happens in New Japan. And I was like, oh, right, is it? Because I don't fucking know. Like, I'm an idiot. I watch his matches, and I skip to when they're in the ring, because New Japan mm-hmm. entrances are about 20 minutes long, right? Because they've got to drag all these belts and medals and stuff down. It's like a Morris dancing Love. convention. It's a nightmare. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Nah. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, I I love how people have retaken really to the theme song and they're just uh, as soon as he came out, I was like, is this so we could hear the full song again? Is, is this them fixing? Oh, yeah, fixing this, was, this was them yeah. fixing it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and setting up a bit of the feud for next week. But um, but yeah, I didn't know that. And the fact, but I thought it was odd that when he was in the ring and the music was still playing, that people sang like the bit where he goes through the ropes. And I was like, oh right, that must be a thing. But I didn't think anything of it because oh, it was people, like are, people are loving the song. I didn't hit the charts and it, it hit. Like, <laughs> It is a banger. It, to it be hit fair. some sort of download chart, I think. Yeah. People after he first showed um, up. But yeah, 
But they've just gone, yeah, all right, we fucked up, but we're gonna we're gonna wreck on it a little bit and we're gonna fix it. <laughs> you, and now instead of just John Moxley versus Murder Granddad, you're getting Murder Bird and Murder Granddad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what, what do in you know? Japan as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah Suzuki Gun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, so it's me. all just fusing these bits together. Um, even in like Dynamite this week, um, Lance Archer put his Suzuki Gun hat on, didn't he? Yep. Yep. See, it's all this, all this nice little bit of stuff. So yeah, so that is next week. So you ain't got Eddie Kingston winning any titles. Yeah. Eddie will do two <laughs> matches, yeah. although he does spend a lot of his time just lying on the floor outside of the ring at the moment. <laughs> Did you see Renee's tweet about I would quite like my husband to it was about, I quite like my husband to stop biting people. He has got really into biting recently. I think he's going through the terrible twos, like I said last time. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's his go-to thing now. He's just biting people's noses, and I was like, "John, you're better than." What's that film like? Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger or someone? Like when they grow at an accelerated rate, so they look bigger, but mentally they're two. Like, is is he just his child? That's his child that we're now seeing on AEW. Wait, do you mean Jack with Robin Williams? It might be that one. Yeah, That's... I might be getting twins confused. Oh, <laughs> well, Jack, twins, yeah. twins, twins. He's a twin. That's losing the name. Jack, uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's ooh, that's that's a bad reference point. Boo, go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we we could just be seeing his child who's just celebrated, but he's still biting people. Wait, what? What are you? What are you saying? <laughs> John Moxley and Renee's baby has an accelerated growth gene. Yeah. It's identical. It's a clone of John Moxley. Yeah, but with a mental age. Of, all um... of his, all of his wrestling skills and everything. Yeah, right. That's how babies work. That's it. Oh, well, we're on. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I don't have one. Cut that bit. But. While we're on Moxley, I, I, I saw Butcher commented on someone's post, and it's been bugging me for absolutely months, and I'm glad it, someone else had actually said it. Why is he changing the paradigm shift? Like, dropping him on the head? Yeah, but he, it's like a suplex. It's high angle now. It's like yeah, right on the... It looks shit. I did prefer the old one myself, but is this not more like what it was in New Japan? Maybe where you start. Maybe it's, it. it's called Death Rider in New Japan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There it is. Again, maybe he's just mixing it up. Maybe he's like, all right, maybe he hurt someone with it that way and he went this way safer to do. He still does it. He did it in a match the other week. He did that and he then did, he followed he it did up the high angle the... one with Minoru Suzuki, didn't he, actually? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, you're the lad. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, again, it's a finisher. Like, it's it, it looks more impressive if they're higher up, I guess. Doesn't it? It's like it's more of a spectacle than just sort of DDT in them. Moving on. Also, <laughs> um, the uh, what is it? Uh, him and Eddie Kingston's finisher. Is it the, the, oh yeah, the violent crown. crown. Violent crown. <laughs> that looked fucking ace this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love 2.0 because um, they've come from being Everise and being like jobbers to going to AEW and being jobbers, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> As, um, as I think as Untitled Wrestling Podcast said about them, they've got very high cocaine energy about them. <laughs> <laughs> and the job is that burst into a new place and claw out no, the most just angriest go, people. The biggest, it's, it's prison <laughs> rules, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. If I was, if it was my first day of a job, I'd probably be calling out Moxley and Kingston, but that's just me. Yeah, but um, fair play to them. They do. And yeah, they, they, they're good. They're Tony loves them as well. They're, I, they're I, good. I, I really like Tony just defending him at that thing. Also, I believe, um, is it Matt Lee is now the new BCE champion after winning at Blackjack. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, he is. At the most bewildering game of blackjack I've ever watched. There were so many draws in the same hand. Yeah. But they weren't putting the cards back in. They weren't shuffling them. They were discarding them. So you could have oh, worked it out. Were they? Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not blackjack. <laughs> Technically, it is in Vegas because they deal from a shoe. A horse <laughs> shoe. Oh, fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> uh, what else happened this week? Well, oh, there was a, Adam there was Cole. Adam reaction, Cole, baby. The reaction to him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, was a, that was a pop. Yeah, if you're, if you're trying to make him a heel in a heel faction, it ain't happening. Poor Frankie. Yeah. Good match, but it was a cracking match. Um, Frankie Kazarian again, solid worker, but I always feel sorry for him because he puts yeah. all this craft in and he just has to do the JOB, doesn't he? He feels like the uh, gatekeeper for AEW, it's like your first match. <laughs> oh, yeah, through Frankie Kazarian, Christian, Christian, <laughs> yeah. The same. yeah, 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 absolutely. I feel like his elite hunter gimmick needs to go somewhere. I thought it was cool, he needs to start the hunting them, but he's as start... opposed to just running out halfway through matches, yeah. like throwing, yeah. throwing a milk bottle at someone and then running off it's thought we'd be getting vignettes of him like hunting him down yeah so many well, cool stuff with him like yeah. picking picking his moment and actually interfering in important matches rather than just attacking what, Nakamura in the middle of you know even on BTE Nakamura. see him popping up like in the hour. background eating BTE stalking him around yeah, yeah. But, but if we got that now it'd just be him lighting bags of dog shit outside the door and running away and Christopher Daniels is going on the Jericho cruise as well isn't he? oh is he he's not, he's not he's not wrestling though surely I might be wrong. I'm sure. I know he's coming back. He's he's doing some wrestling somewhere because uh, Jericho is announcing a lot, so they're not doing like a dynamite on it. Um, oh, that's fine. Because but they're having quite a lot of wrestlers, uh, AEW wrestlers, on there. Okay. I mean, I, I think Christopher Daniels has still got a couple of years left in him. But again, after the, that horrible, horrible last match, where like if you saw his face afterwards. That's not like I know he probably went right. I know it's my last match, so go hard on it, lads. But mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, he was busted up but yeah, know, we... yeah uh, just checked he's on he's on the cruise like one of his eyes was yellow and red simultaneously that's not good um <laughs> there was that uh, dog shit awful match between layla hirsch and um jade cargo and i'm sorry jade cargo is shit <laughs> okay that's a she looks take. she looks a million pounds right but in that match she was fucking wank i'm sorry I, I, don't, I don't think she's shit, I, but I think she's no, still... No, in this match, she was okay, shit. Okay, okay, right. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is a hell of a take. No, <laughs> Layla Hirsch is like a good, solid wrestler, should get a little bit of a push a bit higher up the ranks. Yeah. Stick her, stick her in with, like, a, I don't know, someone else. But I don't know whether it was just, like, timing or whatever, but Jade Cargill just looked rubbish in this. And it was supposed to be like a... a I was genuinely going, I hope, I legitimately hope, legitimate Layla Hirsch wins this because she deserves it. Mm -hmm. She sold stuff that looked like it didn't hurt. <laughs> like, eh, I don't know. Like, Jed Cargill has the aesthetic down to a T. I just think she needs more ring work. To be fair, this is one of the first few matches she's had that wasn't a tag or wasn't a squash. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Maybe it shouldn't be on Dynamite in that case, but it, I don't think it was as bad as you're, you're saying, but it wasn't great. It took a while to get into the swing of it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it did. But, but I, again, I I love Layla Hirsch. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think your bias is just like oh, I, I like I, I like I like Jake Cargill as well. It's just. It seems like she can do no wrong, and I'm like, she needs some work. Yeah, sure. But I think they know that. I think that's why they're sort of slowly building her up. She's not been anywhere near the champion. She also needs to buy tops that contain her boobs proper as well. 
Sure. <laughs> that, yes, usually helps. She had to keep poking things back in. It must be distracted. Maybe that's why she was so distracted. I don't know. I hadn't noticed, I'll be honest. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Hook. Hook. Send for Hook. <laughs> Hook um, I will say that shot to the back of CM Punk's head from Hobbs looked like he probably concussed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the fact that Hobbs had come from his day job of painting and decorating as well. <laughs> um, and Taz going, you're, well, you're taking my job now. <laughs> Taz, you did one week of Dynamite, mate, and it was hilarious. We'll give you that. <laughs> He still thinks he's certainly still thinks he's on that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't think he knows what's going on a minute. Like getting hit in the head with chairs and like we'll do that to you. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we're gonna get we're gonna get Hook. I think Hook's first match is going to be against Punk, yeah. which is not a bad thing at all. It is, also, it, also. It, oh no, sorry, no, they, no, sorry. Go with. They've announced. Uh, oh, we got Hobbs. Hobbs. We got Hobbs. Yeah. The Hobbs. Yeah, but we're um, building to Hook. Yeah, but we yeah. also got. Something we don't get very often in AW. Someone put through the announce table. I thought that. I was like, yeah. I can't actually remember when. Ooh, I think that it was when. Was... I think it was when they were still touring before the before times because I don't think they ever did it in the um, COVID. They hinted at it a lot, but they don't think they ever did it. But also, they've got, uh, you know, like when you watch um, WWE and they've got them tiny, wee, like thin monitors. And then when like Hook was hoiking these massive screens <laughs> out of the way. It's like, oh man, remember when they used to have to lift those two big CRT tubes out and throw them to one side every time? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was just good fun. And uh, I meant the commentary team sold it really well as well. Like Excalibur was like, don't do this, Hook. And he was like, get out, no, he was going, get out of the way. Because he's like 12. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a good spot. We had a more twelve-year-old action from Dante Martin, is it? Dante Martin, um, the man who's going for um, Ray Phoenix's gravity-defying badge at Cub Camp this year. Yeah, someone on Twitter was saying, "I don't buy his gimmick. No one can, no one can float that high." It was a bit where he did like a standing senton. And like he rotated about four times before he hit the ground. It looked he was just in the air for so long. Yeah. I know he's rangy, so like it looks more, but yeah, fair play to him. In the most of his opportunity and he's getting rewarded for it, which is I know, but when his they, brother comes back, there. he's gonna be like, All right, I'm back. He's like, Oh, I was doing really well on my own. <laughs> I even made Matt Sidell look good. <laughs> What's up with you today? It's night, Joe. I've had really, I've not, A, I've not slept for like a week because my missus has been away. Oh, uh, so I'm getting about two hours a night. And then, like, for the past four nights, I've just had really bad uh, belly watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay so I, I, I've, I've, I've gone beyond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that explains the sort of. Oh, no. Sunday when we're at catch, he'll be, he'll be on, on fire by that point. Yeah. But no one's paying for hearing me talk on that. Either. No one's paying for this. Someone's paying for this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talking about the young books being better friends to Cole than he is with the dinosaurs. Um, what was what the was line? There was two lines out there that made me laugh. One was Jungle Boys, I've got better hair than you, Adam Cole. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, this is on. Uh, <laughs> and Christian was like, uh, they use their positions of EVP to drag their friend out of developmental, which I thought <laughs> was, a, was a little bit of a shot across the bows. But eh, it's all good fun, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> If anyone ever goes the other way, I'm assuming they're allowed to take shots as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, then Penelope Ford and um, Kip Sabian eventually go over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I see them as a genuine good thing in WWE. They've got that WWE thing about them. Yeah, I can mm. see that. I can see that. To be fair, it is weird to pretend that these people have just disappeared for five years. Well, we, we killed them by poisoning, say for example. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And what I am enjoying is is Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Sorry, I'll get used to that one. Uh, yeah. It was on before, right? So I was watching it before I went to work, and Bernie's like Brian Danielson, and I was like, "That's his, that's his actual name, Bernie." And she's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> then he just came down. He's uh, unedited, swearing all over the place, and it's just like. Give me Omega. I don't even want your championship. I just want to show you I'm a better wrestler. Than yeah, the fact that he went, it's not about the championship. I just want to beat you. I was like, this is good. It's yeah. good. And he shut he's... Don Callis up. <laughs> I will say this week's uh, AEW gets an eight on the Joe Swearometer because it was just full of swearing. Yeah. Um, fucking Dan Lambert. Did, uh, oh, I don't did know. Fucking piece of bacon you find down the back of the fridge that he is. Oh, well, I is, like this that, is like but... the most build-up to like a what men Dan of the Lambert, year. Sorry. No, it, it, Dan Lambert is has, this all this weeks of build-up has been weeks. to weeks, weeks of build-up has been to men of the year versus Jericho and Hager. I feel like we could have got there by themselves. They <laughs> could have just literally attacked Jake Hager in a car park. That would have been enough. <laughs> That would have been fine. That normally works, doesn't it, for such a low-key event? But yeah. In fact, they had all these random people who I assume are legitimate badasses, but I don't watch MMA because mm. I just don't. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I don't like my violence real. No, that's fair. I'm the same. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was just like, what is this? And it, it's just such a hackneyed. I don't know. It just annoys me. Like, oh, you're checking your phones and you live in your parents' basements. And I'm like, no, I don't. I pay extortion amount of rent fucking boomers like you you twat because <laughs> i can't afford to buy a house because you've bought them all up with your excess money that you got from your war pension <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like in and out of sleep because i like woke up at half five i was like i need to like squeeze in dynamite before i leave for work apparently he, he did some like really lazy homophobia stuff as well didn't pick up on that, but it might have been cut out of the um, replay broadcast. Right, okay. Right, I've seen oh, Jer- Jericho did. Jericho did, yeah. Oh, was it Jericho doing it? Um, I didn't really pick it up as homophobia, to be honest. Although it is a term used in... I saw... uh, yeah, he just he just said, what is it? They're, they're the American top team, and he just went, which one of you is the top? Or something like that, which okay. I know is a term from um, gay vernacular, but oh, okay, right. I didn't yeah. think it was yeah. that that yeah. that bad a thing. I don't know. Again, I, I saw, I saw Phil Lindsay and Sean Ross. I, 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 I don't know whether that's a bad thing to say. I mean, I guess he clearly meant it as an insult, right? And I don't know any other way of taking it. Yeah, I saw like Sean Ross like going, "Oh, we're doing homophobia now, are we?" And that so okay, well. This thing, yeah. but, you don't know enough about it to be offended, if that makes yeah, sense. Fair. Fair. Yeah. I, just, I would just say Jericho meant it as an insult. So mm. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a term from that, but other than that, I, I didn't know it was like a... Moving on! I don't want to <laughs> dig myself into a hole. Back, back to Brian. We are hitting Brian and Omega next yep, week. We are. Yep. On TV. Yep. Brian, uh, we've, we've got basically match. a pay-per-view over two shows. Yeah, just, just, just like putting into context, Brian's last match was against Edge and Roman Reigns. Yep. And now you is now fighting Kenny Omega. Like, yep. This is this is wrestling in 2021. Yep. It moves at a breakneck pace. Keep up, or it will devour you. <laughs> right, that's that's living your best life as a as a wrestler. I said. Right look, I right like in. the fact that Kenny came out in a white shirt. <laughs> yeah. 
Again, just these little things. Um, yeah. I don't think I got anything else from this week's. No, uh... that's it. Card next week looks phenomenal. <laughs> oh, there was the weird FTR match. Yeah, which we covered, didn't we? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Darby, Darby Allen and Sean Spears, which. Again... Oh, Jesus. The, the dive on the, the steps. Oh, yeah. That was brutal. Darby Allen. Darby Allen has no. It wasn't that. It was when he uh, swept his legs, and Darby Allen went right three sixty round, and then bounced my neck off the ropes. <laughs> and I'm like, Christ, son! Have you got like a really high life insurance and someone you owe money to? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the fact they're building up show? this this sort of feud between uh, Tully and Sting as well a little bit. Mm. It's probably going to be a shit match, but <laughs> it's good for nostalgia in it and stuff and it was nice to see Sting took down a peg or two as well after he no sold like so much stuff over the weeks yeah <laughs> yeah true yeah yeah another good episode setting up for what is effective for that pay-per-views next week so should be good um we'll go on to well we're talking about going to our thrash and that's going to be like a monumental thingy uh smackdown went to msg this week and they apart from the horrific treatment of zelina vega mm-hmm. um which was not acceptable at all especially the day before 9-11 as well and all mm-hmm. the stuff with her dad mm-hmm. the act they put on very very good show which makes you go well smackdown's been better than raw anyway obviously but it's like yeah. okay you can do this you don't need to to just do it because you're in MSG. Like it was, it was very good. It yeah, was a very good show. Yeah, it's the crowd were hot. Are they piping stuff in still? This is a question I was asking myself. See, this is the thing I, I, I still go for as well. I think they still use it to try and sway the crowd. Yeah, I yeah, they are. Because it was, uh, like, I was like, the crowd are hot, but I can't see everyone in my immediate vicinity on the screen, like, reacting. There was a bit on NXT 2.0 this week where it got a bit like, they're piping this in. Mm. So I think I think that's just part of their arsenal now. Oh, it's rubbish, because, yeah, I think the, the crowd yeah, were they, genuinely hot. WWE so. are never going to want to hear people booing their faces and stuff, are they? Like, they've legitimately mm. in the past gone back and edited stuff so it looked better. The work of a Howard Hughes style madman, like I've always said. But yeah, I still yeah. think I think they will always pipe it in just as like, like, you know, when you go into a bakery and they have that fake bread smell to make you want to buy fresh stuff. I think yeah. it's like that. It's like it's to, to lure you down a path. Yeah, you have a subway, have a legit machine for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but the, the actual show was good. Like even the opening promo kind of thing was was brilliant. When you got Brock coming out speaking for himself, uh, he insinuated. He said to Heyman, "Why didn't you tell him I was at SummerSlam?" And like all oh, the <laughs> the Usos and Roman just turned around and walked out of the ring and just left Heyman. He then started doing the whole Brock spiel. Yeah, as if Heyman. he was the advocate again, groveling. Yeah, Heyman's great. <laughs> Heyman is the wormy manager that everyone wants. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's doing. He's doing. He nearly got FR, but he was in the position, and then, and then Roman, Roman saved him, didn't he? Um, but yeah, we've got Roman. Roman accepted Brock challenge. He's got Finn, hasn't he? Yes. Oh, that was it. Yeah. So yeah, there was the Usos match, wasn't there? And Reigns came down to save the Usos, and he put Montez in the guillotine. And I just want to say, Montez like flailing his lower limbs around, sold that amazingly. Like yeah. that man is money. When they want to pull the trigger on him as a single star, Montez Ford is is absolute money. Uh, but Butcher said it for years. Like even when he was in NXT, he was like, he's, he's money as a single star. Um, but I like the Street Profits as a tag team. They are good as a tag team. 
team, but he. Yeah, he can I can still, see still them be as... Look at the new day. You can still be tag team. You can still be successful. True, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that I, I legitimately did jump up out of my seat at the end though, because uh, Roman's accepted botch challenged. Um, he's got Finn at Extreme Rules, and then the lights went out. And on last week's SmackDown, I said there was a little bit of music. I thought it was Brock's music. It wasn't. It was the intro to the Demon, and then the Demon Finn comes out. Yep. What's your take all, on it? All mm. the belts I'll take to his head. Um, <laughs> like, the demon's never lost. The demon has never lost. But is the... Right, I don't know the mythos of the demon. Is he supposed to be Finn Balor's, like, dark side? Is he supposed yeah. to be, like, a relation to Finn Balor, the Celtic one-eyed monster that when he opens his eyes destroys armies? It's like when... Yeah, it's like a... Reference <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's like the alter ego of him when he needs to go like Edge has been going on about going to the dark place and he did the boot it's like right but literally he, he puts a lot of belts on his head uh, and paints his face and right okay right. that's right so it's right okay um yeah I'm all for it um oh but then it leads to do you want I mean mm. Alice like thingy streak isn't it's not Undertaker levels is it of like undefeated and he they want, they want to keep Roman thingy as long as possible don't they yeah, so Paul was suggesting that Brock interferes in this match, so it technically keeps Both the them. streak and it's sets a good up shout, yeah, yeah, Roman yeah. and Brock. That makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, but so we come to do predictions for that. Remind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll come on to this later. Big E put Bobby and Roman on notice about his um, money in the bank briefcase. Uh, I've got to say, Becky has also done wonders to turn the crowd against her because they are fully turning against her now. She's good at what she does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but what I mean, talking about and talking point from SmackDown is Edge and Seth, they put on a banger. Yeah. Uh, I just want to refer back to the Big E thing as well. Like, was it was it Monday? He, he tweeted out, uh, I will be cashing in the briefcase tonight. <laughs> yeah. Cats out like, the bag. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I didn't know there was a bag, mate. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know um, there was a bag. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know how much more they have left to tell with this story. Are we, getting I don't know. A, are we getting an Extreme Rules match? Is that what it's going to be? It would feel that way, but the, the ending of it, like, I was a bit like, okay, so there's developed, like, Seth's reaction to the whole end of it was fantastic because he, he, like, went within himself, like, he was just staring at Edge as if, like, what the hell have I just done? And then he was watching him go off in the ambulance and he was interviewed and he wasn't doing his whole crazy thing. He was just like, I don't know what to feel because he's just watched his hero, one of his heroes, get taken off in an ambulance. Um... I did write down his quote. He was like, "How do you, he was asked, how do you feel?" He said, "I don't know how to feel. Maybe I don't feel anything at all." And he just rambled, and then he just walked off. Like that was like a, it was a nice little mm. development. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was nice as well. Ray was with him as well when he was being stretched off. But yeah, the story was nice because the the first match at SummerSlam, he was just constantly trying to go for the curb stomp. Yeah, which is yeah, obviously yeah. at the Achilles heel. But on this, he was going for the knee. He kept trying to take out his knee, which makes sense if you think about it. Because if you're taking out the knee, then you're in position for the curb stomp. Yes, See, mm. smirk. Yeah, yeah which is clever. And he also hit the glam slam. Uh, the first <laughs> one was god awful, and then he just picked him up again and did it again, uh, which was we'll a nice. Doing this until we get it correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they just did a nice thing. So, like, Edge then reversed that. Um, uh, Seth tried to do the execution. Edge reversed it into the execution. Seth reversed it into a pedigree. Edge reversed that into a pedigree and then hit that. It was just, it, it was fantastic, fantastic wrestling. And I thought he was going to win Edge because he counted 
uh, a stomp into a spear and it and Seth kicked out of it. So yeah. Have you seen this match, John? No, I've not got around to it. It's, it's a re- it's a really good match. It's really good. It, it woke oh. me up on a Saturday morning, I must say. Oh uh yeah, my usual time when I watch the SmackDown is taken up by Rampage now. Yeah. So I need to try and make some time. Yeah, but then again, one. I think it's a G one this weekend, so there's now no uh, time. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But Tomorrow, yeah. isn't it? It's time. Yeah, it kicks off soon. Um yeah, it, it was just good. I like the ending. Like Seth before the stomp, he I think he's super super kicked him about 10 times on the floor just shouting at him why won't you die because <laughs> Edge just kept sitting back up and why won't you die kicked him and then did the uh, the stomp but the pin wasn't like a proper pin he was like staring at Ed and that's the whole character development thing that Seth seems to be doing with it so I was all there for that uh, I think that was Smackdown just, they need to do that every week you don't just need to do it because you're in MSG <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. my, my NXT with... <laughs> my <laughs> NXT notes Joe are all about the wedding so do you want to tell us your? you said you had thoughts on NXT in general Everything about mine's in the wedding. So um I just want to talk about the whole the whole NXT 2.0 uh thing. Um Good. I really I, I quite liked it. The new new set and stuff. Um I like the fact that I noticed it on Dynamite as well. They've got like this double wide bit around the ring now. Mm. Which I, I don't know whether that leaves it up to more sort of antics or whatever. I don't know. But I like the whole um Titantron bit, like the ramp at the stage, I think you call it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I quite like that. Um, it doesn't look, look terrible. It looks a bit like a studio set, I will say. <laughs> yeah. But it is a studio set. <laughs> you know, make the, <laughs> make the best with what you got in it. You know what I mean? It's um yeah, it, it, it's fine. Um a lot of new folks. A lot of new faces this week. We got Bron Breaker and not a Steiner. <laughs> In a bizarre match against LA Knight, who had a match later on that night for the NXT Championship, which felt a bit weird why he that was doing two that- matches in one night. But that was raw rest booking. Having a challenger for the NXT title lose a four-minute squash. I mean, getting rid person. of getting rid of Kyle O'Reilly in a backstage attack to be replaced by what was he called? Von Jumpsuit or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle, yeah. Kyle again, that that felt <laughs> like someone someone's crossed someone's name out of the script and wrote uh, Kenny Hammer's legs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that'll be match pretty solid. I can't remember all of that now. We got them two fuckers from Diamond Mine again. Uh, what are they? Brutus and Cletus? No, Brutus and Judas. I do like them. Just meat men, yeah. Um, also, <laughs> Diamond Mind introduced um, the newest member oh, yeah, of Diamond yeah, Mind, yeah. uh, yeah, who is called I can't remember. I should have wrote all this down, but I'm very tired. She's, who she's looks like? Specimen. Yeah, and that was where the she hasn't eaten a carb line came from. That's it. But yeah, now we've got a legitimate faction there with Diamond Mind. I'm excited about that. I was kind of excited when they first introduced him, but then they like murdered half of them off. Uh, it's, it's impressive they rescued him, to be honest. Yeah, it could have died a death a la retribution. Um, but... And we are getting Kushida. That's one of the few things that's carried over. We are getting Kushida and Strong, which will be a cracking, cracking yeah, match yeah, next yeah. week. I think it's next week. You talk too much. <laughs> Champa. Champa. Uh, we also had like the weird... Yeah, we'll get to Champa. Don't worry about it. We also had the weird women's tag team six-way, three-way tag match thing that happened that I don't give a fuck about any of that, to be honest. Casey Catanzaro and the other one. I don't get what their whole thing is supposed to be. I do quite like Gigi Dolan and the other one Mm -hmm. because they've got spooky intro music that is basically Sweet Dreams, but slightly (laughs) different enough so you don't have to pay royalties. (laughs) Um, but then Mandy Rose pops up and she's dyed her hair brown, so she's a different person now. 
That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Again, she's looking a lot better in the ring. I said it the I mean, send her back to developmental. Give her a bit, a bit of a chance. Yeah. Um, there was the. I'm trying to remember other bits of it, but yeah, it was, it was sure. fine. Like, it was genuinely pretty good. The main highlights for me were the, uh, the little bits, little um, wedding promos throughout the entire thing. Finish with that. How did you find the fatal four? Kind of a wasn't bit. Wasn't what I wanted. Kind of a bit lackluster, to be honest, mate. Yeah, same. Mm. But it, I also think I was so excited for what was to come. I just wanted it to finish. <laughs> no, because like I went back and rewatched it and thought maybe I, I like I was too giddy. Uh, <laughs> and it's it, it it it's fine, but I mean four ways are always one of those. There's like two people outside the ring, two people in the ring, and then we swap out, don't we? Yeah. And then people break the break the pins. And that's how uh, this just didn't really do it for me. I don't know whether it was like a timing issue or whatever. What was he called? Um, what had I called him before? Van Unitard? Uh, whatever that guy was called was there. <laughs> I don't know why he's there. I don't know. I didn't know who he was. I don't see how he got to jump, jump the gun up to. To, to main roster NXT belt them. Like, surely other people should have had more rights to that, but... Yeah, it was weird. What, again, that kind of killed it a bit for me. They're putting it. new people in. Oh, we also got... Uh, sorry, we got... Um, not Be Real, because that's the guy from Cypress Hill. <laughs> uh, Hit Row Lady. I doubt, yeah, that wasn't a great match. Yeah, and I, mm, I did like her big, long leg back kicks, though, because that's yeah. flexibility. That was fun. And also, that's the same um, luchador lady who got her head smashed in by uh, Mia Yim, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> so she's back. She's not dead, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good to know. But yes, the wedding. Uh, we've got the opening bit of... Um, was it oh, Johnny? Rewind a little bit. Austin, Austin's back, and he's brought a priest yeah, I, with him. I was saying before that we had oh, them all. We had, we, had, we had Johnny Gargano and associates putting on their groomsmen's gear, which is just black gloves. It's just. Have you watched the wedding, John? Uh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. going to say you. Oh, I don't want to ruin it for you, otherwise. No, no. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I've yeah. Seen it. Then putting them putting their black gloves on and um, basically dressing like Dexter Loomis does normally, which <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought was a fun was I thought was a fun thing. And there was the a lock lot of the door detail. and. Uh, Austin Theory comes through and, and Johnny Gargano goes I thought you'd run away and he went I did but I'm back and I went that's how you wrap that storyline up in it in a nutshell yeah and he says uh, uh, I, well, you can't have a wedding without a priest and then Damien Priest walks in and Johnny Gargano goes he's not even a real priest <laughs> Um, which, which, which now I'm thinking about it also pays into the wedding later yes. on in the day. Yes. But I like um, Priest, he's like, I'm just here for the party, yeah. which was his NXT character towards the end. He uses yes. when he's title and go and jump in a hot tub. And all yes. that stuff. Uh, well, because it is a paid for bar. Oh, yeah. What was the next bit then? Hello, uh, the, the, groom, uh, the brides and that getting ready. Maybe take that hat off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, this wasn't as good because it didn't feature like Austin Theory's bizarre return. <laughs> <laughs> um... Then the wedding itself, the main event. Yeah. Now, did, uh, you, did you spend it on edge like me? Like these always go bad. I'm not gonna get what I want. Yeah. I'm waiting assumed, for the disaster. I, I genuinely had something. this is gonna this is gonna go through. We're gonna hear Dexter Loomis speak. Yeah. That, I, I I fucking knew it in my heart of hearts. No. Uh, it's just I was, very rare. I was not disappointed. Um, 
the, the whole thing though has been he's like Austin have you got the ring you've got the ring you've got the ring we're in a ring we're in a ring this <laughs> 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 guy is very good at all the comedy stuff um what I had to rewind and check though when they were like, "Is anyone here got any like exceptions to them getting married in that?" And they always said, "I know there's a picture now of Loomis with the axe," and I was like, "Oh, I, I wrote down everyone's put the hand up," and then I rewound it. Everyone puts a hand up apart from Johnny and Candice. Oh, okay. Which is payoff for all these months where they've been like, no, no, no. Because I, mm. I looked at their faces and Johnny's like, shame on you. Shame on you all. I was like, well, did you not put your hand up then? So I rewound it and they didn't. Also, yeah. I want to I wanna just point out an extra fun bit in case we, uh, in case you missed it, was when everyone was walking to the ring, the wedding party was walking to the ring. The grizzled young veterans. Oh, <laughs> Got, got a good, what, minute of screen time by just going, just giant shit about the wedding. <laughs> it was, yeah. Brawl's going to break out in Austin. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not going to happen because these weddings never go through. Uh, Dex Blooms is going to start a fight. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun. We got, uh, Indy gave a very good, very detailed um, vow of her... Um, <laughs> relationship with Dexter Gaylord Loomis. Yeah, I didn't like that bit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more uh, a reference to isn't that your man's name in the Meet the Fockers films? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I, I assume it's that rather than oh, he's a big Gaylord. Because they again, they weren't in Britain in the 80s mate, so they don't know True. that that's like a, yeah. Um, yeah, so damn, damn right he's a freak. My freak. Yeah, he never blinks in a staring contest. <laughs> and it was just fun. It was just Instead fun. He, I'll never forget him sneaking into my room when Johnny and Candice were asleep. <laughs> and then they jump up. Like, what? Yeah, come with the mic up. And it's, yeah. Um, and then the um, celebrant, celebrant, I don't know what they're called, uh, says to them, says to Dexter, he's like, do you, uh, we want to do your vows? He just does like an Orange Cassidy style thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, like, gets silenced by him, by Dexter, after going, do you not want to do any more than that? Uh, they ask William Regal to continue oh, the ceremony, which William insane. Regal was like, I want fucking nothing to do with this. He sat outside the ring. Yeah, yeah, he, he was watching from afar, shall we say. Uh, but good old Beth. Good old Beth Phoenix is like, I knew this would happen. So I got ordained <laughs> online last night at beordainedfor5dollars.com or whatever it was. Um, she does the rest of the, the spiel. Um, oh, what's he called? Your lad with the jacket who fights in his jacket all the time. Yeah, he's Gia? got the rings in the jacket, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's Giro. got the rings in the jacket. Jiro, that's it. Yeah, he's got his rings in the jacket. Uh, he hands them over. Um, Indy, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says, I do. She says the same thing to Dexter. And she just goes, okay, well, it's fine. We can just take your thumbs up or your silence is a thing. And we hear that he says, I do. And it, I, I genuinely had a bit of a cry about this. It was yeah. lovely. It was it lovely. Was. I rewound it. I watched it. And then I reveled in Austin's face in yeah. the background of it. And Johnny's face. It was all, it was beautiful. And I know it's only pretend, but... <laughs> You know, if something that's pretend and is as daft as a fucking wrestling wedding can make you feel something, then <laughs> is that a bad thing? You know? <laughs> no, that's good. That's the whole point. Yeah. 
Oh, also, uh, Odyssey Jones. Yeah. Oh, yes. More Odyssey Jones, please. <laughs> Did you say Chase? Chase. <laughs> who, who, who the fuck that was stood up? And Odyssey Jones, just, like, slapped him down. Yeah. He was in the breakout tournament. He yeah, I don't, rem- I don't yeah. remember him. Yeah. You say Chase Allison? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lovely yeah. thing. And then we cut to backstage where Champer and Goldie are watching this whole thing and not a Steiner Bron Breaker <laughs> comes in and goes oh yeah well done on your thingy and then just gives him like the Steiner stare and it was quite good because I'm like um, that's like giving you a bit of ongoing story because yeah. I genuinely feel like that is the tie off of OG NXT yeah. and then going on from now we're going to see the big changes makes sense mm-hmm. makes sense good episode yeah. but again I'm going to yeah. we'll monitor it yeah. we'll Sorry. monitor to it. Um, to roll. John, you've got it this week. Oh, yeah. Reasons I don't watch Raw. So, we've got Nikki Ash versus Tamina. It's a normal match. It's fine. Tamina's throwing Nikki about until Nikki hits her t- tornado DDT and goes to a pin and gets the free count, which is a bit abrupt. And Tamina sort of kicks out, but a bit too late. It's all good, except Tamina's music plays. And the ring announcer says the winner is Tamina. So I'm guessing those people in charge of that don't watch Raw either. <laughs> um, because, I don't know, like, it wasn't a disaster. It, it's nothing bad about the performance. Like, botches happened, but you could have covered it way better. There was no reason for any of that. They've also, uh, I went to refresh my memory before we went on. So I grabbed the match on YouTube, the YouTube highlights. They cut it out. They cut the finish out. So it's really, really obvious. But it's uh, a bot. Oh, my insides. <laughs> what's the video then? If there's no finish, what's the video? It's really weird. They just have like a bit of the stuff reading into it and then some of the match and then it just cuts to like Tamina and Natalia attacking, <laughs> attacking them after the match. Oh. It's, it's real bad. If you didn't have a clue, I'd be like, what the? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I've not even watched it. I'm enjoying not watching. Well, come on, I'm enjoying generally not enjoying what. But, uh... <laughs> yep. Good to Reasons I don't watch Raw. But reasons oh. why I did watch a bit of Raw this week. Well, the, and and Butcher <laughs> the one for thing. the first time has watched Raw. Like, yeah, you can't okay. help but can you, son? So he'd put the tweet out. He'd put a uh, big ear, put the tweet out. He had hinted on SmackDown that Roman and. Um, Bobby should be on notice. I had a very strange feeling when I woke up on Tuesday. Like the first thing I was like, I was like, I need to before I leave, like watch Raw, not watch Raw. I need to like, <laughs> I need to skip to the end. Absolutely. And I got um, Dolph Ziggler vibes of it. I don't, have you watched the Dolph Ziggler cash in job? So when he fails, right? No, you think he's gonna fail. So oh. it's um. Oh no! It's, it's, anyway, it's, yeah, it's oh Baron Corbin. He failed. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He announced he he lost Cena when he cashed in. Oh, um, that's it. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler's was the night after WrestleMania. I can't remember the number. Um. But I will come back to that in a minute. Actually. Um. It's Butcher's favorite cash in ever because Ziggler's whole character was he he never never could finish the job. Oh, okay. So he, so he cashed in, and most cash ins are just come in, finish a one, two, three, but. Ziggler and Del Rio had a little match and there was a moment when you were like, he's fucked this up, he's lost it. There was a moment when Bobby speared him. Yes. I was sat there going, he's going <laughs> <laughs> to like, he's going to lose this. 
which made the actual victory. When he kicked out of it, I was like, he's going to win it. Just give yeah. it me. Give it me. Just give me the moment. <laughs> Man, it, it was wild because like he'd announced it. He'd announced it was going to happen. Yep. He kicked off Raw as well, apparently. I've not watched that bit. No, apparently, yeah. throughout it, him and the New Day are teasing things throughout, which apparently is really good to watch as well. Yeah, and I can imagine that. <laughs> even, even still, the, the moment, nothing was took away from it for me it's still like i watched it and i i showed it theodore in the morning before i left the school and bernie's in the bernie's in the kitchen doing breakfast for the kids and she was like it's about time yeah oh man it's just thoughts thoughts what did you did you watch what did you think i'm just happy man like it WWE are perfectly capable of giving us good stuff that we want to see and we just don't do it most of the time but this this was like happiness he's deserved it for so long and i'm I'm just really happy for him. I don't know. And the other part of it is he's back with a new day as well. Yeah, yeah. that was a lovely back thing. With him. Yeah. yeah, it's just have you have you have you seen his backstage interview during Raw Talk when he's he's talking and then in the background you see Kofi and Wood like sneak out from behind some curtains <laughs> and then they just creep up upon him and just jump in the interview. And it's oh, just they, natural, man. They kinda of do that when they when he wins more in the bank, I'm pretty sure. It's a similar sort of yeah, 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 they did. They did similar hair. Yeah, very good. And you can see you see now I, I was saying Joe, like I, I thought he was gonna lose. Not I thought they were gonna fuck this up. <laughs> no, they can't have Utah lose, man. Like now's his time isn't it now now i mean nothing to take away from bobby lashley because like he made that belt difficult to win yeah yeah and as, as much as much as we discredit goldberg etc in wwe law goldberg is built up as a big thing he's built up as a big monster lashley oh, yeah. overcame big monster yes yeah, and we all assumed after SummerSlam we were go- getting Goldberg Lashley. Lashley's gonna gonna uh, lose the title to Goldberg at Crown Jewel. Yes, that's exactly what I was so thinking. Th- they can still have that match now, but there's no title attached to it. Big E oh. has got this title. Yeah, and, and I it hope it sense under it until the end of days because there's no one more nice in it. Like we all watched, the, we, we've all watched the the documentary, haven't we? The Big E one. Yeah, I've watched, have you watched it, John? I don't think I have. No, I've seen the Kofi yeah. one. It's on the yeah. network. Right, yeah. get get that one. Is, was it a twenty four one? I think it's a twenty four. No, I don't think it is a twenty four. No, because it's got him in like Roman. Is it Roman's gym? Or oh yeah, we're seeing. No, it's Cena's gym. Cena's gym, and like he gets the um powerlifting, deadlifting, whatever record, and like everyone's everyone's just watching him, and they all just go yes after everyone just loves him. Yeah, brilliant bundle of lovable energy. It radiates off him like the outpouring from like everyone, no matter what company you were in. After he uh, won was just yeah crazy. It's nice to great. see nice people get nice things. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll find that. I'll, I'll tell you what that documentary is, John. It, it's brilliant. But it, it, yeah, like, I think it's one of like the um. Oh, it's not the, 20, it. it's not the twenty-four it. ones. It's like the one they did with Chronicle. Chronicles. Oh, okay. That's the one. Yeah. 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 It's, like it's, it's really good because yeah, he's it, it, um, it goes into his career though, and he's a footballer and all the injuries yeah. and the, and and there was a I can't remember I can't remember what the tweet said, but one of his coaches had been asked one of his uh like football player coaches had been asked about him and he got oh that's like the guy who played for me and Big E had responded going that's my coach that's my coach <laughs> and I was like, he had a, he had a lot of knee injuries and stuff that like derailed him oh okay and then he got he got put into this but yeah the outpouring of love the one that got me was 
who was it from the Dark Order? Stu. Stu. Yeah, Stu. Uh, I think Stu. all of them at some point. But yeah, well, there was Stu. a few. I mean, even even Ali, uh, Mustafa Ali, had said his tweet was just Brody will be proud. Yeah, um, I mean, don't because I'll start crying again, mate. But it was his response. I want to say to Stu Grayson when he was just like, as soon as I won it, all I thought about was seeing and hugging Brody. Oh man! I hope he was proud. I was just like that image you sent, Joe. I'd seen it the night before. I had to turn my phone off and go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about. Now, but, yeah. No, I, Again, I, I'd, I'd seen it the night before, Joe, and I just, I, I nearly sent it to the group, but I was like, I'm, I'm not going to cry myself to sleep now. I don't need to. <laughs> just yeah. part, on other people. Part the whole cocktail of why I can't sleep very well at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the outpouring of love from everybody. Get, yeah, I, it, it's just nice to see it. It's nice, it's nice to see nice people get what they deserve. Yeah. Which yeah. is quite, that is uh, one of the things Kevin Owens tweeted out around about the All Out time. He tweeted yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like Kevin Owens' tweet about it. Did you see his? I don't think so. The, every, everybody tweeted out about Biggie, but Kevin Owens said, I will never forget um, lying on the floor after being like basically knocked out and being jolted back to consciousness by the crowd roaring at Big E getting the money in the bank briefcase because he was in that match. <laughs> oh, of course. That's cool. Uh, so like, he'd been knocked out on the outside and yeah, everyone everyone rejoiced. But yeah, it was, I think but- Butcher tweeted out he never would have thought Raw would be the moment. <laughs> the no. show that brought the internet community together. <laughs> it's unlikely. Which is, yeah, which is true. Um it's just nice it's, it's so nice it's, and I hope he has a good ring I hope so too and a long one and no, one not ended by something dumb don't go for it for God's sake yes God, boy please don't yeah, please don't and it is it'd be remiss to not mention as well it's the first time ever that the championship has passed from a black wrestler to a black wrestler yes yes indeed and which is it, ridiculous it, but, yes. it is ridiculous it, and it's not about all that, but they are good wrestlers. Like, are. If you're a good wrestler, you should get the same opportunities. Um, out of interest, like how much do you know about? Because I I started rewatching in 2015 when I started rewatching the uh, the new day where were supposedly faces who were hated, like literally hated, like when oh, they came really? out. Yes, yeah, they so were. They were apps. Fans hated them. So Woods was trying to start a clap that was unique to them, which is a new day rock, right? right? But the clap became new day sucks. Like the crowd new day yeah. sucks. <laughs> and the whole shouting of it's a new day. And then the crowd would go sucks. Like the crowd hated them so much that they had to be turned heel. And that's okay. when I started watching. I was like, who are these guys? And then like, they got turned heel. Um, and it's only when they turned heel that they became over, which happens to quite a lot of people, surprisingly. Um, yeah, it does. Because you're allowed more creativity, I think, as you, a heel. You are, but it, it, it's interesting with them, like when they turned heel. How, how much do you know about their actual inception? Uh, I only know it from that Chronicle, and I watched like two YouTube fan video documentary things today about them. One of which was by a guy who doesn't know you don't have to hold your microphone this close. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, am I getting a train to King's Cross? What's happening here? Um... Go on, you've already, you've obviously got stuff, so I'll just follow you. Yeah, go ahead. I've got stuff. I knew certain stuff, and quite a lot of the stuff is in that Biggie documentary as well. Um, 
So it, the idea of New Day was basically born from Xavier Wood, who out of the three of them is the only one to not hold a sing- singles belt. Yep. Um, so Kofi has had four intercontinental titles, four US titles. Um, do you know the th- his return of LSE's questions? We used to have a button for this. <laughs> Kofi has won three tag titles with people that are not the New Day. Do you know the three people he won them with? I will tell you some clues. One of them is a current comedic WWE act. One of them, I have no idea who it is. One of them <laughs> One's is the Miz, then, AEW. It? One's the Miz or John Morrison. There's only like one comedic act. Nope. What? No, the comedic act, I would say, in WWE. Who is well respected as well. Oh, right. You want respected because the Miz gets yeah. shot on constantly. I mean, mostly. <laughs> oh, true. Well, so oh, for, I forget our truth is a really good wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is He's a really, so good. very good wrestler. Yeah. So he won tag titles with our truth, Evan Bourne. I don't remember this person. And CM Punk. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. marvelous. He won tag titles with CM Punk. Big E debuted on the main roster after winning the NXT title. He was an NXT champion. Um, he beat Seth for it, which was why it was nice that he defeated oh, okay. Seth just before picking up the money in the bank. He debuted as Ziggler's bodyguard. Ziggler and AJ Lee and if you watch that cash in from Ziggler uh, like he's with yep. him in the background for that but yeah Woods has never held a, a singles title it was his idea so he wasn't getting much TV time um, neither was Biggie and they basically created the idea of like snarky intelligent running the mouth total punk in their own words little faction um, and they were trying to get stuff done but nothing was happening and then they thought well let's get Kingston involved but they didn't think WWE would actually allow Kingston to do it because obviously he was actually bigger than them if you want to say because he'd, he'd, he'd been on the roster for mm-hmm. a long time um, but yeah they, it, it all came from Wood it was Woods that, that drove this idea and in 2014, in July, I watched it earlier on today. I'd never watched it. Uh, Biggie and Kingston had had a tag match and they lost. And they'd had quite a few matches and lost. And Woods had come out and he said, we don't get ahead by kissing babies and shaking hands. Uh, now's our time to shine. And then they got ditched off TV for months. Yes. <laughs> Because apparently uh, Vince and that said, this isn't going to get over. And they spent months and months pitching ideas to Vince, which he turned down. Yep. 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 He turned down. Vince is a paragon of what is on the uh, zeitgeist of popular culture, isn't he? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Now, apparently they came up with loads of ideas. One of them I really liked. One was called a problem solver gimmick. Do you remember the APA? Uh, the Acolyte Protection Agency yeah, with Farouk and Bradshaw. That's the one. So they basically I... said they were they they pitched an idea for basically a funny version of the APA. APA was come... funny. Yeah. Uh, but there were people who come, but yeah, they used to just come and like just like beat the shit out of people. But they were going to deal with things in a comedic way. Oh, okay. And a- apparently, everyone was like, "This is a fantastic idea." Give you one, one, one guess as who thought it was a bad idea. I'm going to guess it's Damn It Vince. <laughs> it was Damn It Vince. He thought it was a bad idea. And then in August 2015, Vince called them into his office, and he was like, "I've got it. I spent months thinking of it. You're going to be gospel preachers." I mean, but that fits into... I mean, I think he probably just watched Leap of Faith and gone, if we can replace Steve Martin with a black man, this would be amazing, not knowing that gospel preachers are mostly... yeah. Yes, it yeah. got a lot of negative press of racism. Um, you, the, you, even the 
even the new day they said said it is a complete opposite of what we wanted to do. He also wanted them to be faces, like happy go lucky singing, clapping, dancing faces. Oh my god! Um, hey, watch the documentary. It's the most up and down you'll feel, and you, not, in a, not in an AEW up and down. Do you think it hurts being this wrong all the time from Vince? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't anymore. I think his leathery skin is that thick that he doesn't even feel he the arrows know. of regret anymore. <laughs> like the, the interesting thing Woods has said since, like every all three of them knew this isn't going to work as a gimmick, as a face. And they just went, you know what? We're going to throw everything at it. We're going to smile. We're going to clap. We're going to be happy. And it won't take long till we have to become heel. Which but is wasn't, what ended up happening. Okay. Wasn't Big E um, a child of a preacher or something? I think he... Uh, yeah, was that in the he, he, he had... He, had, he um, was really against it, wasn't he? Well, he didn't want to like... I don't want to say confuse his faith, but like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. But he yeah. has that timber um tombra yeah that, i don't know how yeah, you pronounce that, that word yeah rings a bell um, and it was after it was after wrestlemania 31 which is the one that got me back into it when seth cashed in they got absolutely booed out of the place as faces and it was then that vince went yeah i'm wrong like go heal um do you know some of the names that were no suggested I, to them i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna throw sad. some out there right i'm gonna just guess at some off the top of my head the spooky boogans <laughs> Nope. On unicycle boys with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> that would be better, I would say. <laughs> oh wait, it's Vince in it, so it would be like the. Oh sh- no, I'm not. No, I'm not playing your racist game. <laughs> Fresh coat of paint. What the fuck? What? That was an. That was one of the names given to them. Hope, all capitals, uh, an acronym for House of Positive Energy. A house that's of light. Not, that's not bad, but that sounds like a mad drug collective. Fresh, fresh coat of paint. KBX, Kingston, Big Xavier. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the gospel stuff. Um, Big E went on record. He said it. They all fought very old timey, and we had to basically play the modern gospel music to show that it's not the 1940s anymore. Yeah. Um, And so when I started watching it, they basically became heel the day I started watching it. And funny enough, they became over. And at the end of that year, as a threesome, they they were named Wrestler of the Year by Rolling Stone. They then went went on to win PWI Tag Team of the Year 2015 and 16. And they were the first trio ever to win that back-to-back. Um, and it was from that that they became mega over, and they did it their own way. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about Biggie's reign. Like all the people who've told him, "Oh, you're too, you're too fun loving, you're too happy, mm-hmm. you're not serious enough." And if you've watched them talking smack bits with, I think it was Paul Heyman. And he was like, no, this is me. And they've done it their own way. And uh, last interesting tidbit was uh, CM Punk. Do you know what he said in 2015 about them? Nope. Um, I would like to believe the best thing since last Christmas. (laughs) He praised the New Day for getting over on their own because they did in spite of... all fucking odds. (laughs) Terrible gimmicks. Terrible gimmicks given to them. And he said, although I don't watch WWE-based products anymore and I've lost passion for wrestling overall, I will watch watch the new day segment high praise that's very high praise yeah um, i mean it's that thing of uh the new day for me have always been that thing of it looks like three best mates having a whale of a time doing something that they love oh yeah, yeah. But like, the the reason for all that, that i've just said is the fight they've had to get to get oh yeah to no no oh, i know I, I know that i know i know i, I know that it was no, not, an, not an easy road for them to get there but it uh, is woods, nice when... wood, woods has actually also said he's grateful that they've had that road because that road has made the three of them bond together more. yes 
which is a nice thing, but going like political route here, a lot of champions who are black and who have had to fight have to say that, and that's not always, that's not right all the time. Again, I, can, sure. I, I can't say anything about that. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, like like Kofi Mania, he's won his one, but like he's not he's not won it since, has he? No, um, he's not even been thought about in that picture. And it's like celebrated that, oh, you've had to fight to get there. And it, it, it has made, like they've said, they, they get, they're getting buried together. You know, when you see people and you think those are legitimately best mates, I don't have anyone in my life who is like that best of a mate yeah. to me. Like, nobody. With them, it genuinely feels like if one of them needed an arm, the other one would cut theirs off to give it them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird bond shit that they have. And that's the thing that, that, that fucking, I, for me, sells it is that it is just. Just that raw level of emotion that when one oh, of yeah. them wins, they're all there. And it's on everything they do, like up, up, down, down, the podcast. It's yeah. all very evident. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I mean, one it, ain't, reason... it, ain't, it ain't a gimmick. No. One of the reasons the legendary big men slapping meat bit is so funny is because Xavier Woods and Kofi are absolutely dying in the background. <laughs> you know? I've not heard that. <laughs> not heard I'll, 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 I'll send you the link later, man. Yeah. So he's asked, um, asked who's what would the between match be? And he picks Goldberg. And Kofi and Xavier Curry know what's coming. So they, they just start laughing. And he has this long, long speech about, he doesn't want moonsaults, work rate, good match. He just wants big, muscly men slapping meat. <laughs> I love it. I like whenever I listen to the podcast. I, I love it. When they do. Have you heard the one uh, when they do with Sami Zayn? That's fucking hilarious. No, I've not seen that one. I heard that one. Uh, that, that genuinely is one of the most the most laughter I've had listening to a podcast because they get onto the fact that so uh, we just mentioned Wood has never had a singles title. Like he deserves one, man. Like I think people are understanding he he's, he's good in the ring by himself. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He's never had his own entrance music. No. What? Exactly, and he says it in this pod. He's like, "I've never had my own entrance music." That's he comes out with a new day. He's never had his own singles entrance music, and they just burst out laughing. <laughs> 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 I mean, that whole episode is, is just them taking the piss out of Sami Zayn as well, though, and stuff. It's, I mean, every episode of, of the New Day podcast is really good. It's, it's superb, and I'm mean, supposed it, to finish. Go on. It's, it's not you have to finish. It's just that we've been talking for a very long time. No, anyway. just just to finish on that, like everyone always like. Like, oh, they're all happy go lucky in that. I remember sharing after the after the George Floyd the the pod that they put out after that. Yes. And I remember the SmackDown when um, I think it was Kofi and Big E came out to start SmackDown and they had a tag match and they just walked to the ring. They had incredible gear on and they just took the knee and like the statement that they made was superb. And then they did this pod. It fucking broke me that pod. And, like, it really did. I remember posting it on Facebook and um, our photographer that does like picture of our kids and that. Just like wrestling, and she like thanked me. She messaged her, and I don't, I don't watch wrestling, but thank you for sharing that because I've learned a lot. Yes, it was a very incredibly informative pod. I, yeah. I learned so much. It was hard listen as well, but yeah, sometimes you need that, don't you? No. Yeah, when yeah. Wood, Woods breaking down about his mum, like yeah, I, yeah. I cry no, every time. No, I listen mate, to that I've had like bottle of wine. No, and some I'm not going into it, <laughs> but but on that, John, the documentary, you see the stuff Biggie does. Okay. You see the stuff Big E does for that. So I think the legacy of them, they as a group are a Hall of Fame. As individuals, they're a Hall of Fame. And they are just fucking stellar people. Absolutely. The thing is, is, I've never counted it as happy-go-lucky. 
I've always no. looked at it as the power of positivity. Yes. Yeah. And it's a very big difference. <laughs> Which is really funny because that was the heel gimmick. That's how they <laughs> the heel gimmick. What were they called? Hat or something. Yeah. <laughs> All capitals. Hat. Horace. Angelo. Tangerine. We'll call well, one tangerine. It. We'll paint them orange. Vince finally admitted I've got it wrong and the power of positivity as heels got them over his face. I don't think he ever admitted <laughs> he got it wrong. He said, oh, I suggested that. And everyone else would have gone, yeah, of course you did, Vince. And can I just throw out, because I doubt you'll have watched it, but for a future pod, can we watch the New Day versus the Usos in Hell in a Cell 2017, which Untitled Wrestling Podcast said yeah. is one I of the best matches they ever had. watched that before we started here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you've already done your homework then, haven't you? Save that one. And, yeah, <laughs> save that one. But, yes, uh, well, that's it for this week. Um, let's just rejoice, because fucking wrestling in 2021, man. It's, it's wild it's as fuck. It's yeah. wild. It's a great time. It's the it's one wild. thing that has kept me afloat these past couple of weeks, yeah. Same. And yeah. That, was, that was just a lovely moment this week. So, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week for our 50th episode. Bring cake! <laughs> <laughs> Bye.